What's going on, people? It's your boy, Black Ice. Welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news, more specifically today's gaming news, and we bring it straight to you. And I say today in particular because um, you know we're mm-hmm. recording this on, uh, oh my God, it's Tuesday, right? Is it Monday or is it Tuesday? Yes, it, it is, is Tuesday. Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday, <laughs> September 13th. Um, we just got a Nintendo Direct today. We just got a, a PlayStation State of Play. A lot of big things happening. Um, we also got the Ubisoft event last week, or last weekend, I should say. There's a lot of news that came out of all this stuff. So, got a lot to talk about this week. Um, you know, again, this is the Expansion Pack Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Black Eyes, joined by my co-host each and every week, starting off with Gootmaster Flex to my right, if you guys are right, if you guys are watching this um, <laughs> on the YouTubes. What's going on, Manny? Just staying gooping, hooping, and we snooping. Wait, no, snoozing. snoozing. Oh, boy. Snoozing. Lord have mercy. He, he needs to be snoozing because it's late. Well, it's not that late. But, you know, my boy's a little tired. You know, it's all good. There's a lot of stuff happening this week. But he was definitely been hooping. You know, 2K came out this past week. We'll save that conversation around 2K for another time. <laughs> You know, we can't really assess 2K. No, y'all got a lot to say. Yeah, you know, we got plenty got to, say, to say, but you know you can never really assess 2K when it first comes out. You got to give it like got to give it like 2 weeks, maybe a month, you know, let the cheese run through and see if it actually ruins the game. But so far, mm-hmm. so far two thumbs up. So far very positive experience online. Um but yeah, like I said, we'll get into that a little bit later. But aside from my guy Goop, we also got the man down low here, Mr. 525. What's going on, Chris? Feeling like a villain, man. Uh, I'm tired to goop. I feel you. I don't know if I'm at your level, but I am tired as well. However, tired, not tired, whatever. We've got to talk about mm-hmm. some games. There's a lot of games to talk about today, y'all. Like, for real. There like is today, a lot of a lot of shit. Yeah, a lot of shit. Let's not waste any time. Let's not waste any time. Chris, you already, you know, you're already getting into it. Let's uh, let's get this shit loaded, bro. And it is time for the buffer, y'all. This week. Really simple. What is that one piece of gaming gear that like you simply cannot do without? Like you, you, you got it. It's part of your gut, your setup, and whatever. And if you somehow had to part ways with it, it would truly hurt you to your core. Not that dramatic, but actually kind of that dramatic. Because that's how I'd be feeling. Um, <laughs> for me, easily, bro. And I mean easily and i'm 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 gonna I'm I'm throw you a little bit of a, of a shout out here black guys because you you put me on i don't what did i have gotten here despite this oh maybe oh it might take a lot longer or it just might have never happened but i will say black guys uh put me on to the greatness of uh audio in your headset you know i i, I promise y'all man i didn't i used to use the john that came with the damn system that that shit is horrendous. But I was using it because it was just like, bruh, who cares? You know what I'm saying? It's a headset. Like, what the fuck? Or like, I had bought this other really cheap pair off of Amazon. They were really bad, y'all. <laughs> like, really bad. But I can only say they're bad now in comparison to what I got now. You know, back then, it was like, it's whatever. Now, though, I don't give a fuck inflation, snuflation, whatever you want to say. Listen, man. You gotta have a good pair of headsets, man. You, 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 you just do. You just, you just do. It, it is it is mandatory. People don't understand. It changes the game, y'all. It changes the game for real. Like for real, for real. 
I, you know, I, as soon as I got it the first time, I started hearing things that I didn't know was there. Um, and I think overall, one of the biggest things is, and I got to give the, the, the developers in video games this right here, because I think a lot of this stuff goes completely unnoticed, but it's a lot of the background noises and a lot of the environmental noises that they put in video games. Dude, you don't hear any of that shit with a shitty, uh, not microphone, but a shitty headset. You just, you just don't. You know, sometimes I'm playing Destiny, I'm just walking around, and I hear little twinkles, and I can hear splashes in the background of puddles and 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 uh, little critters or whatever in the background. You can hear all of that shit. And then if you have one of these headsets that have like, you know, the spatial audio and all that stuff, it truly is like wild at that point. Um, yeah, man, I couldn't go back. I, there's no way you can call me uh, audio elitist if you choose to. I don't care. I'm not going back, y'all. Y'all not sending me back. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. So that's me. <clears throat> Obviously, I felt that. Um, because <clears throat> that I, I kind of had a feeling you were gonna you were gonna mm-hmm. say that one. So I I had a backup answer. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, audio audio is everything. The, you know the, the the types of games that we play, whether it's Destiny, whether it's Call of Duty, Rainbow Six Siege. You know, like competitive shooters in particular. Hell, even Fortnite. You know, like being able yeah. to hear what's coming around the corner and you know and also when you're playing a more uh, single player based experience and having you know that level of immersion it's it's unprecedented you know um i'll never forget chris you know when we were playing the division two funny enough uh, that this is coming up because we're going to talk a little bit about ubisoft later on but you know that was one of the first experiences i had with uh adobe atmos like tuned game like Mm -hmm. game that was built from the ground up with adobe atmos in mind and bro, we were like, we were in them streets of DC, and I'm hearing all types of shit, bro. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is this is so clean. The audio was so yeah. clean. You could hear gunfights taking place like two two yeah. blocks down. I'm like, bro, this is amazing. And I, I obviously, you know, I I've been I've been on the audio game for a minute, but actually being able to expose myself to something with with Adobe Atmos that was that was something different, bro. And thankfully, more and more games are are building on that, you know, with their own versions of spatial audio, so on and so forth. Even, you know, Sony's got their 3D audio stuff, which is amazing as well, you know. So it's just good to see that even more so with this generation, pushing forward with audio and, and, you know, getting that immersive layer down is, like, amazing. So good to Mm -hmm. see. Well, Manny, what you got, man? Yeah, um, you know, besides headset, because I feel like, you know, nowadays everybody got to have a headset that's mandatory. You know, I remember we used to be rocking those cheap $20 mics before like Turtle Beaches became popular and shit. But me personally, I got to go with monitors and the fact that, you know, we finally, at least in the console side, tapped into 120 frames or, you know, I've been playing PC as well, playing Warzone over 100 frames, definitely clutch compared to like playing with console and especially the FOV slider. But it's a, uh, you know, it's nice to have because, you know, when you're playing those quick first person shooters or whatever, you know, every frame counts. So, you know, to have a high refresh rate on a monitor, I feel like that's a big necessity nowadays for gaming. And, you know, thankfully, this Eve, well, formerly known as Eve, I forgot what they call now, but, you know, this E4K dough. one. Doe. Doe. There we go. Doe. Because they're making <laughs> dough off of us. But, really? yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, you know, this. At least being able to play with a high frame rate is pretty nice for like first person shooters. And I feel like it's a necessity because, you know, going back 
I'm sure they probably don't make these as much anymore, but like back when I used to play on my, uh, you know, like just like a cheap Walmart HD TV that I got like, you know, a long time ago because that's all I could get. But and then going to like, you know, like a 60 refresh rate and then jumping to a 60 to 144. And it's like, yeah, I feel like I can't go back now. I, I feel you on that, bro. So that was actually going to be my backup answer. So, um, you know, that thanks, guys. You both. Well, took my answers, but it's all good because <laughs> I got a lot more to say about the monitor thing, bro. Um, mm-hmm. So I also have the uh, the Doe Spectrum monitor that that Manny was talking about, formerly known as Eve. And I just got to say, in addition to the the higher refresh rate, right? Like you know, it's it's a different ball game entirely to be able to double your refresh rate, going from sixty frames to one hundred and twenty frames. At first, I I was curious about it, but I didn't think it would change the gaming experience that much. Clearly, was very fucking wrong. It's just so much smoother. It's it's absolutely insane how much smoother it is. And if it, I remember at first when um first got the monitor in, so it's it's four K. So that's that's already like amazing being able to see you know all that all the extra detail and whatnot when you're playing a game, especially for games like Fortnite and even PUBG. Like having that um, having that detail when you're looking out into a distance is like a super big deal when you're sniping and doing all those different types of things. But I remember when when we um, when Rainbow Six Siege was like one of the first games that I played with the higher refresh rate, and I just felt like I was I was like on X Games mode, bro. Like it was just so <laughs> different. I was just like, yo, this this doesn't feel fair. Actually, I think I think Destiny was another one that I played at that high of a level, and I was like, this doesn't no, feel possible, yeah. fair, bro. Remember when you? Said, I remember you saying that exact thing. It's like I'm like I'm bouncing around, I'm snapping on people, like getting my snipes off. I was like, this is not fair. <laughs> like everybody used to have access to this because I feel like I am just like like I just took speed or I just took a shot of adrenaline. Like everything was just flowing like way faster than it normally would and and it was just amazing so like i really have to say the the monitor situation a big deal if you guys can get yourself that spectrum monitor um you know obviously we're not not sponsored or nothing like that but yeah sony released some too oh sony did release some too but forget Mm -hmm. sony though if y'all want to you know if y'all want to (laughs) talk anybody from doe aka eve is is listening or anything like that y'all want to talk about a little sponsorship you know, we gotcha. We use your product. You know, you know, we definitely recommend it highly, 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 highly. So, um, <laughs> come, come hit us up. Hit us up. Um, you set me up, Sony. I appreciate you. So yeah, I mean, Sony, you hit us up too. You know, if you wanna, you wanna supply some monitors for us to love free things, you know? test out and review that. You know, we're definitely down for that too. But uh, but 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 though, you know, come talk, come talk. <laughs> But you know enough enough oh, with the icebreaker or the the buffer as we as we now call it, Chris. Thank you for that one. It's, uh, definitely fun because um, you know I I love to talk about the audio stuff and I definitely love to talk about uh, these monitors. But I also mm-hmm. love to talk about these games, and we got plenty to talk about, guys. So so we're gonna you know we we talked about it in the beginning. You know we got a few different events that came through, but we're gonna start off with the Ubisoft event because I feel like. Uh, you know, just going in order of, of when things were when things came through. So Ubisoft had their forward event uh, this past Saturday, and I would say they you know they had a a number of interesting announcements to say the least. You know, we talked a little bit about it um, off camera at the pre show where um, Riders Republic got a, a nice little update. 
Um, we saw a couple things with uh, Trackmania. You know, a couple a couple little things here and there. Some things to satisfy um, communities that are that Ubisoft already has built up. Uh, but we also got finally some some more concrete information on the Division Heartlands, which is something we talked about in this past episode. I really have to say, I you know we could we could cut back to it as well. Last week I, I said it. I really really thought that the game was just going to get dropped on Saturday, mm-hmm. but. You know, we just we just got more, a little bit more information about it. Um, nothing too big, but you know the game's coming. They're doing another round of testing or whatnot, and it, it looks like it's really gonna be like a nice, you know, like survival PvP VE style game. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Uh, but let's be real. Let's call this what it what it really was. This was really the Assassin's Creed showcase, right? Mm. Everything that got <laughs> announced around Assassin's Creed was just huge so uh just i'm just gonna start with my favorite announcement first off and i think a lot of people's favorite announcements is uh that assassin's creed is coming out with like a uh they're, they're calling it assassin's creed code red so they don't it doesn't have an official name i think what did they drop they dropped like four different uh code names or, or games for assassin's creed like mainline stories but but code red is the one i want to talk about first all right basically it's taking place in feudal japan you're gonna be a, a shinobi which is like everybody's fantasy, right? Uh, so, like Assassin's Creed Ninja Edition is really what I want to call it. Um, what do you guys think about this? Because this shit looks amazing. Um, I just want to be a shinobi running around chopping people's heads off. And yeah, that. What's up, Mini? Talk to talk to me. <laughs> I mean, it's finally time. I mean, it's time we've been asking for for years. Been wanting Assassin's Creed Shinobi. I mean, we got a little teaser with. That um, what is it called? The the indie version of Assassin's Creed was like a side scroll. Like we got a little bit of that, but like we wanted AAA titles Assassin's Creed like that. Finally getting it looks like. Sadly, it's not coming anytime soon compared to uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is supposed to come out next year. But you know, I'm very excited. Finally, get to see you know Assassin's Creed in feudal Japan, and you know, I feel like. Assassin's Creed just overall is in a good state. Very, very good state. I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, and we'll, we'll definitely talk a little bit about Mirage later. But Chris, I wanted to get your take on uh, what you think about this Shinobi style Code Red. Uh, so I'll I'll be completely honest. This is one of those franchises that like I've barely dipped my toe into. I, I needed to start from like way back and just play all through them. But just seeing this in particular. Hey man, I'm always here for the Japanese influence stuff. I, 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 you know, I love their culture. It's always mad cool. Uh, all the Shinobi stuff. Come on, man. Come on. I wish I had my Naruto mm-hmm. headband right now, man. Stop playing with me. You know I love me some Shinobi stuff, man. Come on, man. I can't find that shit to be bothering me. Um, but I can only imagine some of the cool things that they put in this game. Um, just to kind of truly embody the whole Shinobi thing. I think this is gonna be a complete competitor i would say mm-hmm. to like ghost of Tsushima, you know what i mean because to me this is like i don't know there's i think there's a lot of shinobi games that do come out like every year i would say there's a couple but like a lot of them aren't like big titles or like they don't have a lot of love put into them this one come on man you already know what they're gonna do if you if you're even gonna look at the last game that came out the whole um Valhalla, like bruh just based on that alone, you know how they're going to come with this shit, man. Like, stop playing. <laughs> These dudes are going to kill this ninja shit. 
and it's gonna be cool. Maybe this is the one that trying to you know finally gets me to dig in deeper. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I don't know why. It's it's one of these games that I've always been intrigued with, and it's not bad to me by any means. But for whatever reason, it's just always like never been my focus. Oh, it's weird. Yo, I'm gonna tell you this much, bro. If you can get your hands on like Odyssey, because Odyssey was a very good game, and I think uh, it would be a, a decent point to jump back into Assassin's Creed because, or jump into Assassin's Creed in general. I wouldn't recommend you go back and play the the first one because it's old. It's old as <laughs> shit, ain't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's outdated. Yeah, it's very dated. Um, but Odyssey is a great place to jump into, and I'm pretty sure it's cheap right now. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, a, I think Origins is on Game Pass, right? Is it? Yeah, I think Origins is on Game Pass. So if you want to start off with start there, yeah, start there because that's like uh-huh. the beginning of when they took like Assassin's Creed and made it more of like RPG. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And actually made good games again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and oh, those, those games are like in like Origins, Odyssey. Um, I wanted to I wanted to call it Ragnarok, which is something we'll talk Valhalla. about. Valhalla. Valhalla <laughs> is also. I think very there's good. a triple. I think they have a triple pack on sale because what well, Ubisoft was having a sale overall, right? Yeah, Ubisoft's having a big sale. Yeah, um, they. I think they have a triple pack bundled in already, so you might be able to get like, you know, that on sale if. If you if know. if you wanted to play all of those, but I would definitely say if Origin is on Game Pass, just start there because that alone is going to take up like fifty four like forty hours of your of your time. Damn. Just get like it's these are like really dense games. Like they are dense RPGs. Like very very good games. So um so yeah. Oh word. If you want to dive in, dive in there. But <clears throat> just moving on, just kind of talking about um you know bringing it back. This brings us to the next Assassin's Creed that they announced. It's Mirage. Uh, as many mentioned mm-hmm. beforehand, and that one looks like it's definitely going back to its roots of, um, you know, back when we were we out here messing with Altair. Like it's not that actual character, but it's going to be taking place in the Middle East in um, Baghdad in particular, and it looks like that tight, um, like tight. All right, how do I word this? Like the tight, tight uh, streets in the cities, but they're also like densely populated with people. So you're like trying to maneuver through that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also using the parkour to get up high and you know run away from uh, guards that are chasing you, or trying to you know chase your target if you're whoever you're trying to assassinate. Like Mirage mm-hmm. looked like the original Assassin's Creed experience that I remember seeing, and um, that one's going to be pretty nice. Apparently. Uh, that game was supposed to be DLC for, or at least on paper at some point, it was supposed to be DLC for uh, Valhalla, but they decided to, you know, pull it out and extrapolate it and make it its own game. So really happy to see that. That's coming uh, in 2023. If I, w- if I were to guess, I would say probably sometime, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not going to be like a November 2023 thing. I'm hoping it's like in the middle of the year, maybe June, maybe, you know, March, like, even February, if they decide that they're going to pack a bunch of shit into February again, I'm fine with that too. But mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to wait for that because I I think that's going to be a really good experience. Um, they said it's a it's a slightly smaller game. It's not going to be as big as Valhalla, and therefore they're not going to charge you the seventy dollar price tag. I remember seeing that somewhere. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a cheaper game, but either way, mm-hmm. very excited for that. Um, <clears throat> and then just moving on real quick. So the the next one, and this one I also found to be very interesting. 
we have we have really have nothing to to go off of with this one. But the next game that they had announced was called Assassin's Creed, uh, codename Hex, and that one's they're they're claiming is going to be a very different type of Assassin's Creed game, and they alluded to the fact that it may introduce witchcraft into the storyline, which is I don't even. Oh, uh, hex. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you can see where the code name, you know, plays into. But like, it's like I have absolutely no idea what to expect from that. But it's good to see that they have these ideas and they're they're trying different things, right? Every single one of these games that I just mentioned, they have the thread line of okay, yeah, Assassin's Creed. You know, we we know the the storyline around like okay, we're following different assassins through time using the Animus. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. whatever. But they all, because they're at very different times, they're featuring like you know, a, almost dramatically different gameplay in the in the standpoint of like what the storyline could be. You know, we're talking about shinobis, we're talking about um, you know back in the Middle East, we're talking about um, you know witchcraft, which you know let's say that this happens to take place during the Salem witch trials or something like that. That's interesting in that of itself yeah um and and it looks like basically the the thread that they want to weave all of this together is something they're calling assassin's creed infinity so it's not i I remember we talked about this in the past it's not that infinity is actually a game but it seems like it's more of a platform or a hub that uh, they're saying will serve as the future for assassin's creed franchise so basically um infinity is where people will go through and experience all these different games that are coming out uh again they weren't they weren't particularly forthcoming with all the information because it seems like all this stuff's getting flushed out but Mm -hmm. just the fact that they had all of these different things to talk about you know we didn't even get into some of the other things like they they announced um uh, codenamed jade which is like an open world assassin's creed game for mobile devices you know like that stuff's cool like there's just a lot of different things that are going on with the franchise um i know they're coming out with a tv show that's going to be on netflix so as manny mentioned you know assassin's creed very very healthy place and as far as I'm concerned, that Ubisoft forward event is basically that was basically just them showing us the future of Assassin's Creed. So pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, just going around the room real quick around that stuff. You know, any other thoughts about these the Assassin's Creed titles that are announced, or you know, just general interest in this Assassin's Creed going forward? Chris, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, my my interest is all around the board because it's more like I'm just trying to get myself you know familiar with everything uh, i don't know a lot of the characters that you guys talk about and things like that so it's going to be kind of cool to eventually be able to say at least i know some of it because um i might have to watch a youtube video or something like a full idea on what happened in the old old games um mm-hmm. which is cool i don't mind doing that sometimes that shit's fun mm-hmm. um but yeah I- i'm definitely looking forward to what they're doing i gotta say it is impressive how far they've gotten with these games because how do I put this? There's certain games that come out, right? And you could kind of just know from jump. Like when Last of Us came out, we knew. We knew that was going to be a hitter. Like you just felt it. You know what I mean? When it came to this, I knew it was going to be a good franchise, but I didn't know it was going to be able to do what it's been doing right now. Right now, it's on some, like, it's like it has a whole new breath of fresh air type of feel. And they took the games that were, once you guys said, more action-oriented. They made them more RPG-esque. Um, they've they've kind of developed all these new branches to their tree now. And, you know, they got the TV. They, they, like, that's impressive. Not a lot of people who come up with a video game franchise can say that they got all this shit done. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I kind of saw this game having maybe, like, you know, the Devil May Cry run. 
You know, that's what I like to call it. Devil May Cry, I ain't gonna act like it wasn't a popular game. It definitely was popular, but it had a run. It's not something that I think can really go anywhere now unless they take that game and literally do what they did with God of War and make it way more RPG story focused and not so much just hack everything to death. You know what I mean? It wouldn't work, I don't think, anymore. Um, but I looked at the game like they were only going to get maybe three, four sequels, and then they're going to probably just move on to something else because how much can you get out of this? But they took it, and they are squeezing everything they can out of it, and it doesn't feel like they're doing that, though. You know, that's the that's the crazy part. Normally, when some people are just trying to get every last drop out of something, it feels you kind of be like at the end, like, damn, man, like, all right, you kind of you're milking it. Like, come on, dude. But this, it's like they just keep on coming up with brand new ideas of different parts of time to kind of make a new game around. That's crazy. You know how much fucking reference they have? How much different things that they could actually do. Yeah. Like imagine when they start trying to do stuff like not even based on what's in the past and maybe they take a leap in the future. That's a crazy concept to think about that I know that mm-hmm. eventually one day they're gonna try to do. Mm-hmm. Cause why would they, why would you not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you gotta do a future based Assassin's Creed. That's crazy to think about. Like, bruh, stop it. Stop I've been playing World of War, Assassin's Creed, yo. Yeah, something like that. I've been claiming it for modern day. And, you know, like, they people joke around and say, that too. Like, the modern day one is, like, Watch Dogs or whatever, which which I think is pretty funny. But, I, like, <laughs> playing playing through, like, Assassin's Creed 2 and, and how some of the things shaped up in that game, I really thought that we were going to get to the modern day very quickly. Because um, <clears throat> the way the first couple games worked is that basically you you played as desmond who was a like in in our real world or like our modern day world was a descendant of an assassin um named altair and so they used a machine called the animus to to basically uh kind of not not go through his memories per se but like go through his his ancestral like connected memory (laughs) it's a weird way to explain it but like you know just to go through use his ancestry to say okay let's go back into his ancestry to to play as altair and like see what altair went through and so on and so forth so that was kind of the whole concept around the uh animus is that you know whoever goes into it can can um access the memories of their their descendants so like you take that thread and you you can push it through you know like narratively to say any person can just access the animus and then like you know even if you don't even if you don't take the assassin's um storyline around it like that alone is just an interesting concept and then if you go okay well now there's this storied history of assassins versus templars and you know there's been some twist down the road where like templars have been the ones that are actually using the, the animus to act to access like some of their ancestry so you're playing as an actual bad guy in some situations like it's just that whole concept just gives you so much room to just run. In addition to the idea, like you said, of just playing through time. Now you're also just playing through like, oh, well, I could be a bad guy at one moment. I could do this. I could do that. And yeah, I, I just, I like you said, um, Assassin's Creed definitely hit some weird notes before they just kind of went away for a while. And when they came back with Origins and like really hit the sweet spot with the RPG stuff, it's just amazing. Um, but I am excited to see that Mirage is going to take more of the action adventure um, style back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how they kind of juggle between like moving away from the RPG thing and doing more of the action stuff. But I, again, just, just to kind of put a pin on it, Assassin's Creed is in a great place. I really cannot wait to see what they're going to do next um, because mm-hmm. between Hex, 
Mirage and, and Code Red. I mean, all of those games sound very interesting. So that's out to Ubisoft there because, uh, you know, we've I've personally been having some issues with Ubisoft as of recently, <laughs> specifically around the Splinter Cell thing, uh, which is, you know, <laughs> the last thing I'll say about the Ubisoft event is why the fuck did I not see anything about my boy Sam? Disappointing. Oh, uh, boy. Disappointing. I know y'all doing not the remake, yet. but like, give me some information, something about my boy Sam. That's you know, that's all I wanted. To say. Yeah, that's all right. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the Nintendo Direct for today. Uh, personally, <laughs> and it, it's really funny to talk about this because <laughs> Chris Chris hit us up, right? Chris hit us up in our group chat, and he's like, "Yo, guys, you think they can go and get a Breath of the Wild two announcement today?" And I was like. <laughs> I hit him with the Stephen A face like nah <laughs> we're not getting anything useful out of this Nintendo Direct we know how Nintendo is they're super disappointing yada 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 lo and behold the event comes through and we get two bangers two heavy hitters bro not only are we getting GoldenEye the GoldenEye you know for, for those of y'all who know you know, if, if you're not as young as Manny you know you grew up playing it on the N64 like us, you know that that was the game. That was the game that that uh, preceded Halo, that preceded Call of Duty. Like, that was that game where you brought all your toxic energy playing, you know, <laughs> with your cousin on a Saturday night, split screen, shooting them in the head with the, with the golden gun. Like, it was just, it's just a different vibe, the different type of energy with that game. That was the game that really exposed a lot of people in my age group and Chris's age group to first person shooters and really got us ready for all the toxicity that we were going to deal with in uh, call of duty lobbies. So, <laughs> you know, super exciting to see that come through. Um, so that's actually going to be uh, in switch online only apparently, because apparently you can't buy it. So it's only um, going to be available through emulation, but just as a slight pivot over, it's also coming to Xbox game pass. So, it's it's a slightly different situation because the Xbox version is going to be remade from, uh, well, yeah, remastered, I guess, is the way they, they termed it, Rare in particular. But they're going to remaster it, put it in 4K. Um, it's going to have online play as well, which is going to be amazing. And, um, yeah, they also claim that they're going to throw a couple things in there to make it a little bit more modern because the game is quite dated. Um, it's, it's a 25-year-old <laughs> game. So... I can only imagine trying to play in its original form on the Switch. I don't know how that's going to go, but I'm very, very excited to know that it's coming to Xbox because you know we about to be in there. I'm, I'm definitely about to be in there. And then Manny, Manny, we gotta, you know, we gotta teach you, we gotta teach you the tricks of the trade. You know. Wait, so you never like... played it? No, nah, I never had a 64. Oh shit, my bad. Damn, I didn't know. Nah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like you know, when you're poor, you get what you can. Hey, bro, you're I didn't poor, have it at all. Young, I played it at my bro. boy's crib. <laughs> Fuck you, me. I never owned a '64. That was always at the homie's crib, bro. Every time. That was just, that's Every just that you were young, Manny. I ain't no no poor or nothing. Because by the time you were actually old enough what to do you play mean, games, bro, you were probably it probably was what like the PlayStation Two, like, PlayStation One. I, I yeah, probably, like I said, PlayStation yeah. One. But like I, I mean, I played like '64. You know, that's how I got into Smash and shit. But like, I never owned one. It's just that you know, Golden Knight wasn't Golden Knight just wasn't one of those games. You know? Damn, that's crazy. That's like a that's like that should be like a rite of passage. 
as that's what I'm saying. Like I'm like, how you how you ain't play that by accident? Like I don't get how you didn't just walk in the mm-hmm. homie's room one day to play games and it wasn't just on the TV just by by chance. That literally it's sounds like many like somebody nowadays is like I never played like Call of Duty or Fortnite or something like that. Like it was, nah, it was that, that game, bro. That, yeah, that it was, was literally everywhere, game. man. No man, hey man, like I said, I just never touched it. That's all right. That's yeah. all right though. You are gonna get your chance coming soon, whatever that means. But um, but yeah, <laughs> super excited for that. But. Other thing we really want to get into is, is uh, you know, the, the big Nintendo game here. Uh, you know, well, Breath of the Wild 2 it used to be called Breath of the Wild 2, but now they've officially called it Tears of the Kingdom. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So, of course, we got a nice little trailer. Um, saw my boy Link diving from the from God knows what building or skyline or whatever. And then he, uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to, I don't even know how to describe it because... I don't know, just the fact that I saw Link just diving and flying around and stuff like that, I was just like, this has me, like, I just goosebumps, bro. I was just very, very, very excited. Because Breath of the Wild, the original one, was just an absolute masterpiece. I love that game. That's probably the only game that caused me to consistently pick up my Switch and play it for an extended mm-hmm. period of time. You know, like, the Mario game came out, I enjoyed that, but I think my wife really was the one who was playing that more than me. Outside of that, man, nothing has really caught my attention on Switch like like Breath of the Wild did. So I am very, very excited for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, Chris, I mean, I, I, I'm going to start with you on this one as we go around the room. All right? What's your take? Hey, man. Hey, man. Listen. First of all, it took him long enough, right? It's goddamn. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, Jesus. However, oh, man, I am excited for this game as well. This shit... This, uh, I'm echo what you said. This is the only other game. Y'all know how I am about Pokemon. I bought the Switch strictly to play that. Nothing else. I didn't buy no Animal Crossing, no Metroid, no Mario, Pokemon. The only other thing I cared about and I played was Zelda. Zelda, man, that that is, man, man, incredible RPG. Incredible to the point where I got mad and I'm still mad that I can't play uh Genshin Impact on damn Xbox because Genshin Impact is so much like Zelda and it's also very, very good. You guys are bastards. You need to give us a damn game. Like, come on, Jesus. Um <laughs> But man, I can't wait to play this game. The only thing I'm hoping and I'm praying for, because this is my one gripe with the first game. It's perfect in so many ways, but I did not like how they took out the dungeons in place of the puzzle room thing that they were doing. That's my only gripe. Bring back the dungeons. I like being able to take my bomb and blow up the walls. All right. I I, I enjoy that. It's a lot more fun and satisfying to go into a dungeon and be crawling in it and, and find a big boss at the end rather than going to these puzzle rooms where you got to figure out the right angle to fucking (laughs) to shoot your shit, or you got to, time something the right way like that was cool too and maybe you could still do something like that because it's still okay to have in the game but i need my caves and dungeons man you can't not give me that too like that's a classic part of the zelda games for me you know chris it's funny you mention this because i have a game for you oh boy here we go <laughs> it's called elden ring <laughs> Oh no! I knew he was gonna do that. Oh, Elder Ring's got all the caves and tunnels and and boss fights. (laughs) Boss fights that you can uh, you can ask for, bro. Just just saying, you know. 
I'm gonna get in there. I am. I, am. I promise. Chris out again has been out for eight months already, man. Bro, still, I don't I... even get to play play. Like, God, geez, dude, 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 listen. I'm gonna get in. Still maidenless. No, it's not. Yo, come on, fam. Don't do that to me. You're don't here tonight, that. bro. You you on tonight. Don't do that. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I do have to get food, but I'm not mad at that. We'll y'all, y'all carrying? Y'all carrying? I'll join you. I'll de- if you if you gonna get in there today, I will definitely join you. But I it depends. It's two K season. Nah, I'm in there. I'm definitely in there. I, if th- that gets this man to play, I'm in there. <laughs> it is two K season. I'm I'm gonna still be grinding on the side, but if, if this man get in there, I'm I'm there. I'm there. I'm pulling up. We ain't playing no games with that shit. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that's. If you want that experience, though, it's there. It's on your Xbox. Yeah. You already own it. You know. You just gotta... Well, you know what it was too, though, man. It's like sometimes you would walk past the cracks in the wall, and you didn't even notice that you can go in a, yeah. a, a location, yeah, yeah. and you would realize it later. And that's another thing that I really liked. It's like it was like, oh shit, this was here the whole time. Yo, bust this open, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Let's walk in. Oh, there's a big ass chest in here, bro. I was broke back then. I could have used these rupees, man. Come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I like the dungeon thing, man. It was cool. It was cool. Bring I, it back. Uh, I mean, especially considering I played so much Elden Ring, I can definitely uh, attest to that, man. Like pulling up on a dungeon and knowing that you know there's 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 some sort of carrot at the end of it, whether it's a new weapon or some new armor piece or just something, bro, something that that I needed to to help myself get a little bit stronger or whatever it is. Um, yeah, that's what's up. I'm sorry. I remember I was playing Fallout 76, and I found a location I ain't never been in before, right? Bro, this, it, it just kept on going, the dungeon. So I was like, oh, shit, it's this big of a location. It's got to be something wild at the end, yo. Word. Let me keep going. I keep going. I keep going, and I'm fighting shit off on my way. And then I got to a certain part in the dungeon, right? <laughs> I ain't never seen this shit in Fallout before, bro. This This thing came out of nowhere. I had to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to dip. I was like, bro, I don't even know what tunnel I went through to get to where I'm at, but if I keep going forward and I run into that shit, your boy's toast. So, yeah, it's time to ski that. Oh, I don't need that sword that bad. I don't need what the fuck is at the end of this shit. All it's gonna do is poison motherfuckers. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I'll go back and give me some stim packs. I'm good. I'm uh, good. It's funny you say that, but... I'm also at next experience. <laughs> ring. I'm like, you know what? We might have to come back for that later, cause uh, I try to lose no souls for this. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and many, I yeah, I know you know, cause we we we've been out there battling. So, but yeah, no. but uh, but many, I want to get your take on uh, Tears of the the Kingdom, though. What you think about the Zelda game, man? <clears throat> I mean, I'm not I'm not big Zelda person, so I'm not gonna like BS and be like, oh, this game looks great. I mean, it looks good, but it's not something I'll be like playing day one you know what i'm saying you're shaking your head chris but like you know it's just like basically from what i grew up with i ain't grew up with zelda like you guys did so like no i just don't have as much care as you guys do that's fair that's fair that's fair you you never played breath of the wild though i played a little bit of it but i just got bored personally interesting yeah just curious that's pretty much it because again, making the parallel between Elden Ring, I know you've played Elden Ring, so I'm curious. You know, do you what's what's the difference for you? 
I don't know. I just, like I said, it just got boring for me. Elden Ring, I feel like there was just like a lot to do, but I mean, maybe I just wasn't paying attention too much or whatever, but I just got bored quickly on Breath of the Wild. No, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Did, I mean, did you fight any of the bosses? I, I just have to ask. Probably didn't get that far. I mean, it's been what, what, six years, five years since the game came out? Yeah, it's been a minute. I, I yeah, still, like, I, I still I mean, think it came with the Switch. I tried it out for a little bit, and I mm. just never finished it. Men's got it for free and didn't finish it. Lot of mercy. What? <laughs> hey, I mean, Chris, you can't talk, bro. You ain't played Elden Ring. Elden Ring is a much. But I didn't get it for free. I didn't get it for or, free. That's even worse. Right. <laughs> that's I, even or worse. Or Assassin's Creed. You know, <laughs> so you ain't play Assassin's Creed, Chris. That that's true too. Assassin's Creed ain't Zelda. It's not Zelda. All right, don't don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, you can kind of compare it because, like, Zelda, it's comparable. Your gender, all right. So, like, let's say your generation, Zelda was a shit. My generation, Assassin's Creed was a shit. You know what I'm saying? It's comparable. It's definitely comparable. That game was huge when it came out. It was very good. Assassin's Creed at one point was like Call of Duty, where it was just releasing every year, and people would just buy just because they were doing like a lot of games. I do remember that. That shit was crazy. That shit was type crazy, but I mean, shit. There's a lot of Zelda games too. I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting one. I have to look into that. Um, all, all I'll say, you know. all I'll say is, I can understand this specifically the the contrast between Breath of the Wild and, and Elden Ring, and why many play more Elden Ring because I personally think Elden Ring is a much better game, and I'm you know I will rave about Breath of the Wild. I still think that's an absolute masterpiece, but Elden Ring is like on a different level for me too. So, mm-hmm. like that's probably one of the only games that had me just engrossed for a good month two months just playing that shit every <laughs> single day so yeah chris you gotta get on board bro gotta get on board but we gonna move on to the final event here um and that is the sony state of play event that also took place this evening and man we got we got some hitters in that one too man like i would say more than more definitely more than the nintendo one um and then you know the ubisoft one was interesting because of the assassin's creed stuff but like sony came to play bro like i was i really wasn't expecting too much from this one you know state of play sometimes they can be hit or miss as far as content goes so i kind of tend to, to lower my expectations but there was some very interesting stuff i you know they started it off pretty strong with the tekken 8 reveal i was Certainly not expecting that, and the game looked beautiful. I wish I got more understanding of what was going on in the game. The way they were, the way they were presenting it, right with the with like some of the mechanics of like them fighting, or like the the punches and whatnot, and like how they were dodging some of the punches. It kind of made me think that they were trying to emphasize that hitboxes were a little bit more precise, uh, which is obviously important in a fighting game, and like you know to have the, the physics like actually understand where it punches in real time and like to be able to evade it. I, I I may be reading a little bit too much into the trailer, but that was one of the things that I kind of was thinking was happening there. Like even there was a moment where there was, I think one of them tried to do a leg sweep and the other guy kind of jumped in the air a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, are they trying to like say that that's like something you really do in the game or is it just, just all cinematic? Like I, I couldn't, couldn't really tell there what was going on and i also wasn't entirely sure if it was gameplay because it just looked so goddamn good so they did say stay tuned um i'm pretty sure tokyo game show is coming up pretty soon this seems like the perfect thing to get a a bigger reveal there so you know definitely Mm -hmm. something to to keep our eye on um and let's see what else what else did uh there, there were two 
exclusive games or um, that Sony's saying console exclusives that I wanted to Stellar get Blade. That's yeah. one of them, right? Yep. So Stellar Blade is the first one. And that, that game mm-hmm. used to be called Project Eve, for those of you who may have remembered it being announced in the past. And uh yeah, that that game looks absolutely phenomenal. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up and not talk about that just yet because I want I'm gonna let you guys kind of get into it. But the other one was um let's see here. Damn, what was it called, guys? I'm gonna need your help on this one. There Rise of the Run- the sh- yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's the Shinobi it. one, right? Because there, there were three like Japanese specific well actually four multiple japanese specific games yeah. um two of them were ex- exclusive and then there was another one that was the yakuza spinoff like the uh like a dragon spinoff that was more of like an action-based game that one's cool too but the, so like you guys said the shinobi or sorry ronin one and then the um stellar blade mm-hmm. we got to talk about it so i'm gonna i'm gonna let each of y'all just kind of go because i've been talking about all these games a lot Manny, I'm going to let you start it off, man. What you think about Cellar Blade? What you think about uh, that Ronin game as well? Yeah, I, I still got to play, you know, Neo 1 and 2 because, you know, it's the same developer for this Rise of Ronin game. Great games, you know, people even compare it to Dark Souls and because of how challenging it is. So it's uh, definitely dope to see Rise of Ronin, like just the way the gameplay look and how to even like incorporate like Samurai with weapons. Like, who would have thought you'd seen, like, a samurai user fucking revolver or a musket? <laughs> Shit's hilarious. But, yeah, it definitely does look fun. You know, Ninja Theory or whatever they're called nowadays is fucking always killing it, in my opinion. So I can't wait to see how this game plays out. And Stellar Blade, the game looks beautiful. Like, graphically, you know, combat with the particle effects and all that kind of things. You know, I, I would give it a try. The only thing is, like, you know, this game is so expensive nowadays. I just wish they could just put one of these games at least in the PlayStation service. But who knows, man? Uh, other, than, other than that, like, you know, the games definitely look, do look dope. Eye catching, you know, something something intriguing for a PlayStation exclusive. You know, we, we talk about the exclusive battles, and, you know, I would say these are definitely hitters, top tier quality. Big, big, big time hitters. I'm trying to look up the game. Um, wasn't there one that got announced for Xbox as well? Wu Long. Yeah, I forgot the one. Wu Long Fallen Dynasty. So it's interesting how oh, Team Ninja is playing yeah. this out, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you know, t- so mm-hmm. Team Ninja's making Wu Long that's supposed to be dropping on Xbox. Uh oh, okay. Apparently it's not an exclusive. I'm I'm looking up here. It says it might actually come to PlayStation as well. So that's interesting. Um mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean they have that, but I think that would be like I think that game's on Game Pass though, so okay. I think that's the only reason why they showcased it. Okay, okay. So yeah, there's Wulong, which looked you know pretty cool, and I wanted to learn a little little bit more about that. And then we have Rise of the Ronin. So one's coming in 2023, the next one's coming in 2024, as far as the Team Ninja games go. But the uh, mm-hmm. the Stellar Blade game that one should be coming in 2023 as well. So man, yeah, so mm. Sony Sony killing it there, man. They really are. Chris, what you think? They're not playing. Um, Stellar Blade looks beautiful. Um, but I hate to say this. It's one of those games where like I know it looks gorgeous, the gameplay looks really good, but I'm always worried about if it's gonna be one of these games that like I just can't really get into the story behind it. Mm. You know, because it just gives me those vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm willing to, you know, see what's going on and you know, maybe they'll prove me wrong. But man, I 
I don't know. I played so many of those types of games. It's really hard for me to get into them nowadays, man. It's just unless I really care about something visually, it's it's tough. It is tough. Final Fantasy still gets that from me. I will still play a Final Fantasy game, but that's mostly because of the mechanics. They change them up every single generation, and that kind of is cool to me. Like, I've done some stuff in some Final Fantasy games that I've never experienced in other RPGs, just how they manipulate their version of the the, the time-based thing. Like, I remember there was, a, I want to say, 13, where there was a game, um, not a game, but there's a there's a part of the game where basically... While you're fighting, you have different like loadouts, but you have to almost like switch them midway through the fight. Like if somebody's gonna charge up a certain kind of attack, then you can switch out to your whole other loadout that has a whole other super and shit attached to it and willy-nilly just wheel and deal them like that. And it was like, yo, this is really cool. Other games don't like experiment with this kind of stuff, but Final Fantasy will always still get my my look, even though I don't like the stories usually, but it'll still get my look. Um and then the the Rise of Ronin one, yeah, that shit looks fucking dope <laughs> i can't really say much more besides that it looks dope um i'm totally here again for all this japanese inspired stuff um yeah that game just looks cool i can't really say much more besides that like it literally just looks like a cool ass game and i'm here for the rpg open world like yeah i'm i'm here yeah I'm here. And, and story-wise you know since, since you're mentioning story that game looks like it, it will deliver i you know i, I feel like Teen ninja has some some fun and interesting stories, like not nothing crazy serious or groundbreaking or anything like that, but you can always follow them. You know, you understand what's going on. Um, and I, I, I get the vibe that the rise of the Ronin game is going to be, you know, very um, straightforward as far as story goes. So I'm excited to not only, you know, play that open world Santa Mariah experience, but, you know, actually have good cinematics, good story telling around it. I'm, I'm still just waiting for, uh, Team Ninjas to just hit us with a Ninja Gaiden game, bro. Like I, yeah, I, I want mm-hmm. that. Like let's, let's get back to that. I mean, but I guess in some ways, like that's kind of what we're getting from some of these games. Like Wulong could also fulfill that um that void that Ninja Gaiden's been, you know that that's been left for for we we basically we've all been talking about Ninja Gaiden for a while now, and that's something that I've been mm-hmm. looking forward to. Um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe when they're done with these two games, you know, Wulong and uh, Rise of the Road, and maybe they'll pop up with a little surprise about Ninja Gaiden. But uh, mm-hmm. to your point about Stellar Blade, though, Chris, I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm really curious about the story. If it's gonna if it's gonna hold up, if it's gonna make any sense because everything looks nah. really wild right now. <laughs> Just I feel like, like that's a lot yeah. of like Western, you know, games. They they always look beautiful. The gameplay is probably great, but the story is just all over the place. So, yeah, you mean Japanese ones? Let's see this one. Yeah, that's what I meant. I get, I get my East and West messed up. Yeah. But um, but at the same time though, there biz- there has been this big push to make um, you know, certain Japanese games be a little bit more cohesive with the storytelling and whatnot. And this could, this could fulfill that, you know. Um, right. t- talking about uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring was one of those games that, um, mm-hmm. you know, that that had more of a Western style story, and I think that you know, obviously having uh, George R. R. Martin write the story mm-hmm. has a big role to play in that. But um, you know, th- things are, things have changed a little bit, so we'll see. I-, I can tell you for sure, as far as the stylized action and all that stuff, gameplay wise, they they got me. They sold me. I'm I'm probably yeah. going to get this and. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see if I get disappointed by the story, but I I know I'm not going to be disappointed by the gameplay. So, 
I gotta see a couple more trailers. Something. Give me a couple more. I gotta see some more stuff. Um. Yeah. The probably so so the last one, and then this is this is like a, this is this is the one where this trailer definitely pushed it even further for me. Like we talked about it a couple weeks ago. You know, seeing gameplay finally from God of War, and this this trailer that they dropped today, man. Um, man, <laughs> there's just a, a lot of the way this story is shaping up, like the the cinematics of it all. The I, I just I just say this one thing, right? There's this one moment in the trailer where, uh, and I always forget this boy's name, but Kratos' son, Atreus, Atreus, <laughs> he shoots an arrow at the sun. And the sun, the sun just dips and something is chasing after the sun and it just cuts through the sky. Holy shit. That looked so beautiful. Bro. I was like, I don't, I don't even know what's going on right now. All I know is that this thing just chased the sun and, and now the moon is here and it sliced the hole through the, the sky and everything just looks colorful and beautiful. And I was just like, God damn, I, <laughs> when it was fighting yeah. Thor at the end, bro. Oh, oh my god. When he, threw god. The, when he threw the axe and the axe at the that Thor's ah. ever gone. Bro, this game. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like I feel like I we we already said it, you know, we think Elden Ring set the stone game of the year. But I'm sorry, I think the, the hype of this game is probably just gonna overtake it and just somehow steal it. It could man. This game it looks could. fucking amazing. I just like it's long overdue, man. Like almost five years in the making, finally got it. Trey looks amazing, and that shot that you said when he was like shooting at the sun with the arrow, bro. That just scenery right there with them chilling with the wolf, bro. Like, yeah, that was dope. She looks so beautiful, bro. Like this game, it may like it may not be like you know as much of an improvement from the last God of War graphically, but like shit, the last God of War looked amazing. This shit looks even better. I'm sorry, like, that moment alone. That moment alone, like just from an art style, like every visual term that you can fucking come up with, bro. It, like that scene alone was just awe inspiring. I'm like, dude, I mm, mm, just take my money, take my money. <laughs> it's not, it's not many, it's not many games that Sony gets me like that for, man. But I don't know, they they really the showcase did it for me. Word up. Word up. Yeah. Yeah. God of War has always been that game, and I'm just glad that it's fucking gone this route. Like, you know, like the last trilogy or whatever, that shit was just all mayhem, chaos. This shit is like more story driven. I'm glad he gone the story driven route. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they definitely definitely gave him one life for sure. Right, right, right. They cleaned everything up. Yeah, I remember. I remember we were watching this shit earlier and Denzel was like, me and Denzel were watching and they showed God of War in the beginning and they sh- showed a controller, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they hit me with me the fake out. <laughs> we were like, that's it? I was like, get the shit out of it. We were like, this shit is trash. <laughs> and, and then all you hear is like, the, you know, doom, when the like in the whole trailer go through and I'm like, yo, okay, okay, we get shine. <laughs> Bro. That shit was crazy. I was speechless. I was damn, this is mm. did look good. This, this probably was one of the better trailers I think I've seen for it for sure. Just cause I don't know, it looked like a lot of the stuff before looked very samey, but like 
this one, like, you even see some environments that you don't see normally in a game like exactly. God of War. Like, there's that one environment where they're fighting, and I don't know where the fuck they are, but it looks like some cosmos shit. Like, they got oh, yeah. some, uh, some galaxies and shit in the background. And I was like, where the fuck is... What is this? This is not the God of War I know. I know the, you know, the rubble and the... And the Iron brimstone. The, and yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always just rough, you yeah, know, but yeah. this is pretty. What is, what, is, what is this? Is this a nebula? Like, oh, <laughs> oh this is nice. Well, Chris, yeah. I'll, I'll be streaming it. You can come watch your boy. Play the hell out of it. When it come out again? November 8th. I bet. Mark your calendars. Uh, you're not going to find me yeah, that, man. that day. That's for damn sure. Oh my god, November 9th. It's November 9th. 9th? It says Man, that's less than two months. Oh my god. This always happens. I'll be looking at this article. It always tells it's me. It's probably like the off. eighth for like a specific place, like New Zealand or fucking. That's so weird though, because this is an American <laughs> article. But yeah, uh, let's see. What is this? What, what day well, if it's specific that? standard, I mean, it might come out nine o'clock for specific, uh, specific standard. That's a Wednesday. The ninth is a Wednesday. Hmm. Ninth can't be a Wednesday, is it? Yeah, November 9th is a Wednesday. <laughs> All right, but like, yeah, this is about to go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care when it comes out. Whenever it does, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, time stops. Ready? Word up. But yeah, guys. Um, I mean, I think that uh, that 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 concludes it, man. Uh, again, three big big showcases. We didn't even talk about the Marvel one. We'll save that for another time because there's really only one thing to talk about, and that um. We don't have that much information about it, so whatever yeah. we do, we'll talk more about it. But uh, you know, a bunch of big showcases. We like um, we do have the Marvel, not Marvel, getting my words mixed up. We have the uh, ID at Xbox showcase that's going to be happening tomorrow. We'll see, you know, what becomes of that. I'm hoping we'll get some news that Sifu is finally coming to Xbox Game Pass because uh, you know your boy's a big Sifu fan over here. But yeah, we will. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep just digesting what's coming through and uh we'll you know we'll talk to you guys about it and uh we want to hear what you guys have to say about all this stuff too man make sure you guys hit us up on our social media platforms you can hit us up uh, at twitter um our our twitter is at xpac pod um on instagram also at xpac pod and of course we're up on the tiktok at expansion pack podcast let us know what you guys think about this stuff also hit us up in the comments down below if you're watching on youtube um, because yeah, we just, we just want to hear, you know, what games are you guys the most excited about from all of these, you know, uh, which Assassin's Creed are you the most excited about? Um, you know, are you excited to, to play some, some GoldenEye? You know, if you're, if you're like Chris and I, and you played it back in the day, you know, let us know what your favorite experience of GoldenEye was. Just, just talk to us guys, you know, well, that's what we're here for. We want to start a conversation. We love talking about games. So, um, yeah, that's it for now. We'll check you guys out next week. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Peace. Yeah.